Firuze. Uh oh, Brian's me. laughing again. Right off the bat, we're one minute into the show. He's laughing at me. Firuze. <laughs> but you yeah. try it, Brian. It's, it it's so much more fun to let you try. Firuze. Firuze. Yes. yes. Wait, you how come I don't perfectly. get a yes? How come I don't, didn't get a yes? Yes. Because I thought you knew that it was already great. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Nice. Good answer. Um, <laughs> Uh, Firuze. So if, 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 if Firuze is like, if I ask her, I said, what did you have for lunch? And she's like, well, um, today was a special day. Cause after I picked my brother up from the strip club, we went to lunch and we got sandwiches. I have to interrupt her. Do you understand that? I have to be like, well, where'd you pick him up from? Like I have to. Only so, in okay necessary moments. Yeah. So be cool. Yeah. Be cool, man. Be cool. It's not like I'm like, she's going to tell me her bench press and I'll be like, Oh, today I did brunch and I did, I did two pounds. I'm not, I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm not trying to be that guy. At least I'm not one upping someone. I'm not talking to hear myself talk. I'm trying to keep the flow going and I'm trying to listen to the guests and keeping the interesting, interesting parts alive. The threads. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Very nice to meet you. I'm Sevon. I used to work at CrossFit, um, and that's Brian, and he used to work at CrossFit too. <laughs> and uh, in the square above that the rest of the world can't see, but I think you can see is Ryan Jevening, and he um, he wants mm-hmm. to work at CrossFit. He wants to be. He wants to go to the CrossFit Games. Um, ah, everyone does. And Fee, um, Firuze. Mm-hmm. Firuze. 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 Uh, She is going to correct me if I'm wrong, but she is a practitioner of the lifestyle methodology called CrossFit, and she accidentally (laughs) turned into a professional athlete. That's kind of like, I mean, that's the story of my life. Like, I I never, did you ever really want to be anything? No. No, yeah, actually, either. at all. Yeah, me- <laughs> at least not in cross, not in CrossFit. No, but I mean, um, did you ever have any goals to be like anything? Like, I never had any goals. Like, I remember, like when I was little, someone be like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I'm like, "Police officer, firefighter." But then once I was like, out of that phase, like I've never, my whole life, I've never wanted to be anything. I'm not like, "Well, I want to be a surgeon and go to uh, Africa and help actually, little kids." Like, I, I'll take it back. Then in that case, yes. In that okay. case, many, many things. Let me hear when it. I was younger. I wanted to be. Because my my only real sport that I've I have passion for is volleyball, and when I was younger, I would you know be watching volleyball, USA volleyball on TV, and I was like, I want to be a, an Olympian, I want to be a, a USA, because I thought you know, why not? But I, that's how much I, I that was the one thing, that, and then and then from that it turned into you know little things. Um, I wanna eventually I wanted to become a professional healthcare field. I wanted to pursue medicine and then I wanted to pursue chiropractor and then I want, want to pursue physical therapy. So it's always been in the realm of health and healthcare and working with people. Um, I, and it kind of continued, continues on. Um, but right now it's, I figured out I could, I could be okay in CrossFit sometimes. How, how old are you? I'm 27. Are you still teach? Oh it, man, you look so young! Holy cow! Tell us all the most beautiful words. I uh, last year I was at uh, I was doing um, some prerequisite, some science prereqs that I want to get under my belt for future goals. But um, someone had asked me what high school I went to, and I told them, 
and they're like, oh, how's your freshman year going? I was like, well, I'm 26. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so at the time last year. So uh, they thought I still get confused as an 18 year old, which is so amazing. I love what, that. What ethnicity are you? What, what were your, what are your parents? I'm uh, my mom is Mexican and uh-huh. my dad's Iranian. So half Mexican, half Iranian. Is, oh, wow. Uh, my, is my mix. Is, is your are, are either of them first generation? Yeah, both actually. Oh, holy cow. How did they meet? Yeah. Um, my dad ended up meeting my mom. He went to medical school in Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was there for, you know, he had been there for his uh, medical, uh, for medical school four years, then a little bit of residency after. And within three, be- three weeks before coming back to the States, he had met my mom. He met my mom and in three weeks he proposed and he brought her back to Ohio. He brought her to Ohio. Wow. Holy yeah, cow. That's how that did, happened. Did your did on your dad's side, did they basically leave Iran during the whole like uprising? Like what that was in the late seventies, right? Yeah. They had left. I actually don't know when they had left Iran, but my grandparents, he's a general surgeon, my grandma, a nurse, they had left Tehran and um they had left. They eventually went to England for a little bit and then they came over to the States and they started their life here in the States. Man, it, it, the world's such an amazing place. Incredible. It's such and- it's such an amazing place. I wish more people would appreciate how freaking amazing it is. Listen, people, man, th- these are these are th- her parents, no one in her life has had it easy. Mm. nobody in no her family has had it yeah. easy. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm, let me rephrase it. Everyone in her family has had it really, really hard. <laughs> I thought, and, and I'm like, just not that you should feel sorry for anyone ever, but it, it's just like, um, it, it's like those last 13 uh, miles in a marathon, right? What is a marathon? 26.2 miles. Uh-huh, yeah. Right. Any jackass can do the half marathon. <laughs> No, I'm very, I'm very blessed and I'm very lucky. And it's cool to come from roots that you, you earn, you earn what you have, right? You, you have to work for what you want and you eventually just earn what you work for. Um, so both sides, I've, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. A lot of people, great, strong women and men in my family, I get to look up to. Does your dad have one of those funny Middle Eastern accents like my dad? Actually, no, because he was, um, no, he doesn't. Oh, I'm he, sorry uh, to hear he, that. It's great. I, I mean, I can't hear it, but all my friends can hear it. And I just like hearing my, them talk about it. My mom has the cutest Mexican accent, though, all which right. <laughs> forever will love. But no, my dad, he's he actually speaks. Uh, I, I, my first language is Spanish. And um, my dad speaks. He learned Spanish in Mexico. So he uh, actually picked up Spanish and he speaks it like a like a native. He Do doesn't you speak uh, Farsi. He doesn't speak our Farsi? No. Oh, interesting. Um, how old is your dad? He's 62. Is he still 62. is he practicing medicine still? Yeah, he's a neurologist. Oh wow. This is and he's is he fa- is he fascinated by what, what what you're doing? Yes, actually he's ext- he, at first he wasn't. I'll say that. At first he was very I guess against it. He didn't know why I was spending so much time at the gym. It wasn't good for me. Uh, the whole like you know too much of weightlifting is bad for the body or the joints. Sure, sure. And um, and then eventually, what took? And that, I mean, he would always come to like my local competitions. I mean, at the time, 
you know, it took me a year or two to, you know, sign up for local competitions in Cleveland. And he would always come, always support, cheer me on. And then he started to play rugby. <laughs> he wanted to play rugby with the boys, like the 20 year old, 25 year old, 30 year old um, young guns. And um, he found rugby as a neurologist, kind of crazy. And he thought, well, nothing. That shit's dangerous. I that shit's I dangerous. <laughs> That's like concussions all the time. That's like, um, but no. And then, so because of that, one of the guys on the rugby team introduced, like they started to use CrossFit for some training and conditioning. And so I couldn't get him to do it, but sure enough, a friend that plays rugby could get him to do it. And he fell in love with CrossFit, signed up to a gym and now he does CrossFit and every open season, he com we compare scores. He comes home and compares his open score. I mean, <laughs> to mine and we go at it i know some people are going to find this hard to believe or, or maybe not even be able to understand this but like i don't i do not think of crossfit as a sport at all like it's not it's n for for me like i just no matter how many games athletes i hang out with um mm -hmm. it, it's just not a sport to me when i got fired from crossfit um i got a text message from rosa the the, the new ceo guy and he said something along the lines, thank you for everything you've done for this sport. And I thought, oh, holy shit. Like, like Greg would have never, ever in a million years sent a text like that. He would have said, uh, sent me a text like, thank you for all the lives that you've saved. Or thank you mm -hmm. for being so selfless and sharing the good word of health. And Because that's just where I came in at. It, um, I was talking to someone else. I'll try to use a less gross analogy than I used with one of my male guests yesterday because I am sexist and I treat men and women differently. I'll use a more gentle uh, – same analogy with more gentle words. I, I, my wife and I made three kids, right? We, mm -hmm. we closed the bedroom door and we made three kids. And although it's like a really important part of my life, I wouldn't consider myself like a baby-making machine. It's just something mm -hmm. I do, but super powerful and important. And that's how I feel like the CrossFit games are super powerful, super important, super powerful, super important, the CrossFit games, but really for most people. And what made me kind of switch to this, it's interesting. Your dad's a doctor and it's interesting that you're doing the games and it's interesting that your dad said it was, um, boy, I'm going to connect a lot of dots here. Your dad said that he was concerned because it might not be healthy to be doing that nonstop. A couple yeah. of days ago, we interviewed Josh and Jacob Hepner. And they both said that they basically haven't been lifting heavy weights for, I don't know how long they said, four months. And they feel the healthiest they've ever felt. Now, granted, those guys are older than you. And we know that doing anything to an extreme is going to put a lot of pressure on the body. But um, in one of the videos where you're doing an interview with someone, it says, I went to CrossFit Mentality and Fee was my coach and she was wonderful. So there's something like not a lot of athletes know that the, both sides and you know, both sides you are you, and you've even posted pictures of yourself working out in 2015. You came to CrossFit for the reason that I think of what, when I think of what CrossFit is yes, and, I, yeah. and then I you, know. and then you morphed into the game side. Mm -hmm. Do you still hold both like n near and dear to you? Oh, oh, it is. And that's kind of, yes, 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 and yes, because I did start CrossFit the way that 99.9% .9 of the people want to start CrossFit, and it's to, you know, take ownership of their health and to feel good and to feel part of, 
something great and positive and uplifting. And that's how I started as a 19 year old. Uh, John Carroll, I was going to college. It was my first year. Um, just a lot of different emotions um, that kind of led me to CrossFit. But to put it in short, I just didn't feel good about myself, my body, who I was, mentally not in a good place, not surrounded by the best crew. Um, a college freshman as a girl, like it was, it was hard to just find you know, where do I fit in and where can I, you know, feel good? And uh, that's kind of what allowed me to roll into CrossFit. And someone introduced a guy I was with at the time. Um, at the time, I was going to a lifetime fitness, elliptical, treadmill, not finding fun, not finding success or consistency. He showed me a video and I pretty much was like, this is freaking cool. I want to do this. Um, I want to have fun doing something good for myself. And um, that kind of led me to walking into my first community, dropping in and um, just fell in love with just the fun of it. Like I was finally having fun and feeling good and being around people, connecting with people that I had just met. And I'm walking away after the first hour, just smiling and having fun and creating new friendships and that's really all it's how it started. Um, the first year I wasn't like, you know, going all in every single day at the gym. I would maybe go in three times a week and the other times I would be at school and maybe just go to my gym over there. And then it kind of pursued into something really, really great, but it started for health reasons and lifestyle and um, just like anyone else. Who's John Carroll? That's the name of the college. I just heard you say John Carroll and I couldn't play. Yeah, John Carroll University is oh. a, a Jesuit school, Jesuit university here in Cleveland. Cleveland and Jesuit, that's Jesuits like some sort of branch of Christianity. That's like like a God school. Yeah, it's pretty much pretty much a private, yeah. It has a big private, church. Uh, okay. <laughs> Guadalajara. 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 Um that's for you, Christian. Um, the, the, this is live on YouTube fee. So people can like talk shit. Like, awesome. so they were saying, they, you to say, crap about? They, they wanted to hear me say Guadalajara because you said it. So you said it like how, like I pictured JLo to say it. Guadalajara. Ooh, just rolls off the tongue. Yep. Um, well, you and, did it and, and you said that, um, you, you, uh, two things. Weren't you scared to go to a CrossFit gym? What was the first CrossFit gym you went to? And you said you weren't surrounded necessarily by good people, and yet it was one of those people that took you to your first gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, – well, the first CrossFit gym that I walked into, it's the gym here in Cleveland or Mayfield Heights, uh, suburb of Cleveland, uh, Crooked River CrossFit. And it, I was with a guy, so Crooked my boyfriend River. at that time. I think I've dropped um, into Crooked River CrossFit before. As soon as you said that, I was like, I think I've really? been there. Yeah. You've been to Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. I've been to Cleveland many times. But Oh, well, it's the only Crooked River in Cleveland, so probably, maybe. Um, so, yeah, so... Cleveland, that's and- the city in the middle of the country where Jake Paul's from? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, the I heard The world it. knows. The world knows now. Okay, sorry. Nah, nah, nah. My mom's from Cleveland. My mom's from Cleveland. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> everyone's from Cleveland. Um, Cleveland's awesome. And, um, so yeah, so, and what, I guess you asked, you know, what did it mean? What does it mean by not being surrounded by great people? Um, just, I mean, the people, I mean, John Carroll was a great school and the girls and the people that they just weren't interested in the same things that I was, um, the partying, the drinking, the weekends, the 
typical college life. Um, just something, I, it just didn't make me feel good. And I lived that life. And, um, and then eventually I went through a breakup and that just put me in a place where I just, I was in a very dark place and I was very depressed and very sad. And that led to very poor, uh, choices and habits and lifestyle. And that just, you know, domino effect there. When you say poor um, choices, you mean like ice cream late at night, like shit like that, or you mean like risk cutting? Um, not so much that deep, but I was definitely in, people thought I actually left John Carroll. Like I remember someone asking me like, Oh, Fee, you still go here. I thought you left. Oh, Cause wow, I just okay. would try to be inside. Uh, I would avoid, you know, avoid people or avoid situations. John Carroll is a very small school. So you see everyone. They, it's, there's a running joke. It's like John Carroll high school. And, um, I was just very sad and, um, some things that I wish never happened, um, happened and it just kept me very much to myself and, um, CrossFit helped kind of bring, you know, that life back and, uh, brought some really cool people. I get emotional talking about it. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good for the ratings. It's good for the ratings. It's good for the ratings. Uh, very good uh, part of my life. She looks like a spunky J-Lo. Racist. Racist. Um, so, Love J-Lo, so thank you. That's from Brian. That's from Brian. Just trying to lump all you Mexicans up in one pile. It's not cool. It's not cool. Um, what is, what is your, what's your boyfriend's name? My boyfriend, uh, Alex Ferrara, Italian man. Oh, okay. Because, you know, he kind of – he looks like he could be Iranian too. He looks like he could be related to Kalipa. <laughs> I tell him that all the time. He has like some like Mediterranean Arabic um, looking mix. Uh, his father is Italian and he looks, he's just, but the milkman wasn't, um, or, or maybe the, whoever cuts his hair, maybe he goes to a Persian guy to cut his hair. So he gives him like the Persian cut, like the bias cut. Like when I would get he my, has, yeah, go ahead. He has that like pretty boy cut though. I feel like a lot of pretty boys have the same cut. Interesting. Just, like okay. that sharp fade. Well, I thought for, I, when I saw him, I was like, oh, this dude's for sure uh, related to Kalipa. And Kalipa is Iranian, right? He's Iranian. I have no idea. I didn't even know he was. Yeah. I mean, for sure his dad is. His dad His dad sounds like my dad. He got one of those funny accents. Oh, my so, gosh. Well, that's good to know. So did you ever go to therapy for your shit or just you're working it out through you're just working it out through CrossFit? Yeah. I kind of like during that time, um, I I – there was a point that I, I considered, and I actually talked to my mom about it. Gosh, God forbid talking to my dad about, um, this because on his end, and this is known kind of in Iranian culture, like school is like the top, you know, top of the top, like it's the most important thing of your life. And if you don't do it, you are, um, not doing what you're meant to do in this world is kind of that. So I talked to my mom about, I would, I almost uh, took a semester off, um, just to give time for myself and, she had talked to me about it and I said, you know what? Like, I'm not, I mean, I'm going to continue for the year. And I used CrossFit, um, and just going into class every single day, um, you know, and being surrounded by that group, I would go to school and I would just get so excited to go to CrossFit. And yeah, I just use that to uplift me and make me feel good and, and make me feel like, um, you know, I, I have, this purpose where I don't have to be sad and it just every hour was the best hour of my day. So that's something that I love 
pouring into, wow, emotions, fee, here you go. I love pouring that into people here at Mentality. So, and, and I guess I get emotional about it is because it, it came to me in a, in a very um, dark moment and it's cool to kind of use that and journey through it in uh, so, so many great ways. I'm so sorry. I get emotional. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. Brian, you start crying too, Brian. <clears throat> Fucking this thing will go down as gold. Um, I'm so known to be emotional over like things like this. Um, so <laughs> when's the last time you when's the when's the last time you had any alcohol? When's the last time you've been drunk? Let's start, let not alcohol. When's the last time you've been drunk? It's my I don't I enjoy some wine um every now and then, which was probably like uh actually after after I realized um I didn't qualify for the games. That was an emotional moment as well. After the last chance, I, a couple of our friends, we went out together. We went to some wineries and I think I had three, about three glasses of wine and I was not feeling uh, normal. <laughs> just, did, did you cry? Feeling, no, I get more like happy. I just get like louder and happier oh. and yeah, just very um, full, full of life. Listen to wine. this. Listen, listen how fucking crazy the listeners are. She's such a happy ray of sunshine, dude. She's crying. Listen, that, but that, that then that, that's Gigi Strong, and then Carolina Roca. I can't believe how cute she is, dude. She's crying, <laughs> Harry. She's so odd, dude. Hey, but you know what it is? I, I I I think I know what you guys are talking about. You know, like when it's it's raining, but then like the sun's up and there's like rainbows and shit. That's her. Like she's smiling while she's crying. So it's like we're seeing rainbows. We're seeing rainbows. That. We're seeing. I love that. Oh, waterworks. Well, that just made me feel good. Seven, I want to read you a list. Please. Thank you, Brian. Becky Konzelman. Do you know who that is? Oh, man. Do I ever. Michelle Latondra. Katrin uh, David's daughter. Okay. Rebecca Voigt. Emily Bridgers. Christy yeah. Adkins. Margot Alvarez. Camilla Solomonson Hellman. Wait, Fisigafi. who's that? Who's that? How come that's the first name I don't recognize? Who's that? That's okay. She's from Sweden. She's a four-time CrossFit Games athlete. She's currently oh, pregnant. Sh- damn. Fisa Gaffi, Laura uh-huh. Horvath. What do you think? I think all it's Laura Horvath. 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 Excuse me. What do you think these ten women have in common? They're willing to do the show once and never again. <laughs> those are uh, prior to this year. Those are the last 10 24th place finishers at the CrossFit Games. And the reason I want I just kind of thought that was interesting as I was scanning through the... Um, wow, those are big names. That's exactly right. Those are big names that have all finished 24th at the CrossFit Games. And people, I think, often lose sight of the depth of the field. And when they talk about the cuts and whatever, that you can go pretty far down the games roster in a certain given year, and you can find some very recognizable names. And in my opinion, it's important that we have those people and that they have the opportunity to have that placement at some point in their career so they can build upon it going forward. Look at look, what a, what a great combination. Here I am trying to get you to talk about your deepest darkest moments in life, and then Brian's like, "Dude, you're fucking amazing. You, do look at these names that you share this space with. I love it." Uh, Brian, Brian, can you word I'm it so a little happy different? You mentioned that. I that's something that it's just to kind of go back to your point briefly. You do as athletes, you lose sight of, you know, you have a bad finish and it gets to you and it kind of eats at you a little bit and. It's um, cool to, for you to recognize that I would have never known that. And those are names I've, I've 
watched, I mean, not only have I gotten a chance to compete briefly with some of them, but watched them years and years before I even tapped into the sport. So thank you for that. That's incredible. Brian, word that a little differently for me so I can get my head wrapped around again. You're saying in their first year at the games, all of those girls, say say that again? Not necessarily their first year. Just in the last 10 years, in order, starting with Becky coming all the way forward to Laura Horvat last year, um, those just happened to be the 24th place finishers. And I was like, Fee's only oh, been to the games I once, and that was wow. the place she took. So I thought it was kind of cool. As I was, I have this spreadsheet that has all the finishers of the games from every year in easy to access format. And, you know, sometimes CrossFit talks about how <clears throat> we're, we're trying to find the fittest, we don't care about the rest of the rankings. And I have a complete disre- I completely disagree with that statement. And I think it's important that all the athletes who make the games have opportunity to compete and sort themselves out amongst each other. And that sometimes some of the biggest names in the sport finish way far away from the podium. And that doesn't take anything away from, the, uh, in my opinion, incredible accomplishment it is just to finish 24th at the games. Damn, you know what? I, I'm going to like, I just gave this show a thumbs up. I just liked our own show. Can I do that? Hey, you know some shit, Brian. What? I mean, he knows a lot of crowds, but yeah. wow. Uh, so where were we? Back to the deep dark secrets. Okay, so so in 2015, which is um, six years ago, you were 21 years old, and um, and you found CrossFit, and um, and, and what happened? How how? And you were basically using. Well, I want to go back to. Weren't you scared to go in? No, not at all. Actually, I wasn't. I wasn't. I guess I wasn't scared because I really didn't. I was more excited. I was just. I was ready to try something new, and I've always been involved. I've always been more on the tomboy side. Um, when I was younger, I would always want to play with the boys, pick up sports, you know, baseball, football, backyard sports, everything. I was always so excited to try anything and everything, and that's always kind of how I've been. So when it came to CrossFit, I never, I didn't even know much about the like the competing side of it. I just knew that I just saw a video of people doing really awesome things and I wanted to do that too and so I wasn't nervous I was so excited I didn't know what I was gonna get myself into and then and then how long were you there before you ended up you ended up at mentality uh Scott Panchik's gym and 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 when and why did you switch yeah I ended up I was there just about a year just about a year or so at at crooked Um, at crooked penis crossfit river okay yeah crooked river crossfit I was there about Maybe just over a year, um, around that time. Fee, do they? Have, if I, I think, do they have a different kind of rope at that gym? It's like not the normal yes. rope. They have like it's these like wider, manufactured like yes, 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 plastic. Not plastic. I don't even know what it is. Like fiber. It's yeah. It's yes. So you've probably it's the only. It's there. the only gym I've ever dropped into that had that kind of rope, and I, I thought I was. You're like I can't grip this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yep, that's that's right. Um, so anyway, so I was there just over a year, and then so the reason that I was curious about or got I heard that Scott Pantrick, you know, opening up a gym 20, 20 minutes away from my house, twenty five minutes away, um, that instantly um, kind of perked my ears up a little bit, and obviously I knew how great of an athlete he he is, and um, the fact that he was opening up his own community. Um, it was kind of around the time that I was, I had done some little local competitions for fun and to kind of give myself, you know, something to work towards. And, um, then at some point 
throughout that year at Crooked River, I saw, I, I got an understanding of what the open was, um, this series of events, competitions, you could go to regionals, you could be at a competitive level. Um, and that's where I would look, I would, I just remember watching on my computer screen, like cheering for, for women that I had no idea who they actually were, but like being so supportive of them and excited to watch them and wanting to be one of them and and part of me was like "Ah, I could never I could never do that I don't come from some of these incredible backgrounds that a lot of athletes you know take into the sport whether it's a high level gymnastics swimming Olympic lift whatever it is but then the other part of me was like well I'm starting from nothing and maybe you know from nothing I could build something and we all bleed the same and so then then I told myself well if I want to continue kind of that path. I definitely want to follow in footsteps that are following that as well and be immersed in that kind of community and coaching and hopefully, you know, be led by one of the greater people in the sport, Scott Vanjack. And sure enough, I made that move. And I remember just walking, I did a competition there. They had like a local competition. Uh, Scott hosted one of that at Mentality. And just the community there was so, I mean, I, I felt like I also made even more friends. People were so welcoming. It was just so warm and welcoming. And I, that's what I fell in love with there. And then kind of the conversations of wanting to join and checking out the gym. And I did my first open with Scott judging some of my events, which was very exciting for me. Did, did he know that you were coming there to up your game or did you just kind of creep on him? Uh, <laughs> like, did you sign up first and then like were a member there like, did you know, bef- like long, like, yeah. Tell me how that unfolded. Yeah. Like I, I, the conversation where I told him I would love to do the open there, um, not with any specific goal in mind, but I definitely wanted to be, I just told him I would definitely have small goals and I want to become a better athlete and things like, I never, vo- I never told him like, I want to go to the CrossFit Games one day. Like it was never the first thing, but it, he pretty much had an understanding that I just was looking for more coaching and more things to hold me accountable to and a better community and, and then kind of unravel that potential. Um, so, and then eventually, you know, within the year I, I would take class. I, I was there, I joined, I took class every single day. Um, I was coached by Saxon Pancheck, Spencer Pancheck, Scott would coach, um, and I would just take class every day. And the next open, I did the open. I don't know how ever I placed, maybe uh, 200, 300, something like that. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and so then – and then What year was that? Do you remember what year that was? Was that 2017? I think that was like 2017. Yeah. Okay. 27. So I would do like a bunch of little local competitions and use the mentality programming to just compete, right? To do these small competitions. Ryan, isn't and that then- amazing? Like, uh, I'm right, right? If you're top 300 in the world as a woman in the open, like you're the shit, right? I was just was looking at this. So I, I for you, was 2014 your first open? It should have been. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 2014. That's right. So, On the game side, that's what it has, but sometimes it doesn't go back all the way. So you did the Open yeah. your very first year of CrossFit? <clears throat> yeah, that's when. Wow. Yeah, that was the year. That was wow. one so, year. Of that was my first year also. She took 2,766 that year. I took uh, 51,694th. 
<laughs> Wait, she took two thousands and you took fifty first thousands? Fifty one thousand. <laughs> Holy wanted- shit. So she came in good. She I, I how did she be so good? How was she so good already? <laughs> Uh, was she in like an 18 year old class or a 16 year old class or something? Like, how can you be 2000th in the open your first year of CrossFit? I don't even know what the the events were that year. I just remember there was like burpees in there that I I had some pull ups in there, maybe toes. I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't. Wow. Good, but I maybe the events were just good for that those five weeks. Um. But yeah, 2014, and then um. So, kind of, so we've I had improved. the same we've had the same growth growth and we've both improved year over year on the open. So I was trying to see if her relative improvement, how it was compared to mine. My <laughs> best finish was this year twelve thousand something. Two thousand nineteen, she was twenty fourth. Her uh, not only did she start a lot better than me, she also got much better than me, and her degree of improvement <laughs> is significantly more impressive. You were twenty fourth in the open. Which year was that? That was my rookie year at the games. That was twenty nineteen, where I first qualified. Wow. Yeah. That's that incredible. Was, that was it it that year kind of it kind of happened. I don't want to say on accident, but I wasn't shooting for the games that year. Um like 2017 was my first team regionals and after that team regionals uh we I mean, we didn't do incredible by any means, but I remember being like, "Oh, I definitely want to go 2018. Like 2018 is going to be my year individual. Like I want to make it as an individual for regionals." Eventually, like I started to voice all these things to Scott to go back to how did this all happen? Um, And he took me on and mentored me and he gave me more things to do. It got to the point where I just needed to work on more things. Um, And I continued to take classes, though. I was I, I competed at 2018 individual regionals by still going to the gym every day and being in classes every day. Um, and then from there, I think I took like a 30 if something finish. It was a very, very low finish. Um, but then after that, I said, how cool would it be to make it to the games? Kind of in my mind, that would be awesome since the rules changed. And I just remember writing in 2019 before the open, someone asked me like, what's your goal of the open? And then I wrote, I just want to hang with the top girls. So if that meant, you know, top hundred, that would be awesome. Top 50 would be great. And that was the year I was 24th in the open. And we, I made it without actually shooting for it necessarily. If there's, if, if, if there's just as many people outside the United States who are doing the open as as inside the United States, let's say it's fifty percent, fifty percent, just for ease of math, in two thousand fourteen, and you took two thousandth, and that was the first year you took it, that would mean that like there's only and this is just really crude math, but there's only twenty people. This is your first year. There would, it would I mean, you're just introduced to CrossFit, and and there would be only twenty people in every state in the United States who are fitter than you as women. I mean that I find that just like that's just crazy. I was, like I walk into my local Starbucks, I'm like, yeah, bitches, I'm I'm fitter than all of you. <laughs> but like you could like cross the border into California and be like, hey, I only I know only 19 of you bitches is fitter than me. Where are you at? I mean, like it's crazy. It's just nuts. I mean, because that's all we have. We're human beings. All we have is our body. The rest of this shit's a lie. Mm-hmm. The rest mm-hmm. of this shit's made up. So cool. Which I think is what makes me so. It's it, it makes me compete so excited because you continue to get to tap into potential 
human potential that you never thought you, I guess, could do physically. And you get to see, you know, the games unfold and people just performing in incredible ways. And every year it just got more exciting to just, you know, just to see what more I could do and how much better I could get for me, not for any other reason. Cause it was, it's fun. Like it was just fun for me. It was, you know, I was out of sports. I wasn't playing, you know, volleyball anymore. And which I mean, high school volleyball was pretty much the most I ever got to. Um, but it kind of gave you something to work towards, which was really cool. You'd be screwed if you did steroids. You would be so screwed. Someone just wrote in here, I wonder if she's ever had a pimple. Yeah, she would be so screwed if she did steroids. Oh, How, we did a podcast We did a podcast with a guy the other day who was just swearing that, like, you know, he's like, just so many athletes are on steroids, and I keep seeing that over <laughs> and over. And I'm just thinking to myself, it's just... You probably watched Icarus. Yeah, Fee got, got all juiced up for the game. She got all juiced <laughs> up. And that's it's it's which i unfortunately it happened like yes it happens to in the world of sport that's something that unfortunately that's people will try to find a way to recover faster and become stronger and that's yeah there's people there's people getting injected with all sorts of crazy shit all sorts of crazy shit not just steroids i saw the other day that the amount of money uh i shouldn't say the other day this is many years ago i saw this <laughs> i guess it's the other day also that the amount of money americans spend on sleep aids is is more money than the entire gdp of kenya sleeping aids sleeping aids that's just sleeping pills sleeping medications that's how how drugged up this country is. This country is so drugged up. It's crazy. I want to hear about steroids and CrossFit. You shut your face. It's, it goes back to that, like, that quick result, that quick fix, that instant, you know, relief, whatever that is. Um, yeah, so. No, I, I, um, I drink a lot of carbs, though. I'll do carbohydrates all day. It just gave me that boost. How, 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 uh, should I, do I attack Brian or to let that go? Um, uh, how uh, you're 27? How tall are you? Five one. And how much do you weigh? As of yesterday, one thirty one. And is that the heaviest you've been in your whole life? No, no. The heaviest I was was before starting CrossFit and kind of within that first year. Uh, I was 155 was my heaviest, which is a lot for someone that's 5'1". And, and that and that and that wasn't so like I mean if you were 155 now and you were working out we would know it would be because of muscle but this is pre CrossFit you're yeah. saying yeah yeah this was very this was pre CrossFit this was poor eating habits poor lifestyle not sleeping much um, yeah this was not a healthy 155 Fee, Brian would, Brian would love to weigh 155 he's 10 he just needs to put on 10 more pounds of muscle come on Savan. <laughs> How, how how often do you update your CrossFit Games profile? Not often. I don't think often at all. Uh, a couple years ago, maybe. Yeah, I don't think many athletes do. Whenever you did make it, you you said you were five foot two. So I was wondering if you shrunk at all. Oh, <laughs> maybe I was being ambitious. No, I'm definitely five. <laughs> when you're <laughs> under five five, Brian, you don't understand the under five. How tall are you, Brian? Six foot. Five ten. But when you're when you're under five five, it doesn't matter what you say. We just say whatever we want. The rest of you all can just jump in a lake. We well, you know, we it's a people ask me five all the time. People ask me all the time, what's the ideal height and weight for a CrossFit Games athlete? What's the average height and weight of the women or men who've made the games? 
And I and I would say like this is what I think, but I don't really know. I mean, Fraser's games profile always said five seven, but now since he's retired, he's like, I think I'm five five. And I'm like, well, obviously, if if the guy who's regularly in the top ten or obviously the top one is saying he's two inches different in his height, that's like that's statistically significant for one person. If everyone's off by an inch or two, who knows? I don't know. And so it makes it pretty difficult. And I always wondered why. Like this is the the game site is just it's like you could say whatever you want. I could put that I'm six five on there, and no one's ever going to question it. They're just look and say, "Oh, this guy's six five. Wow, he's pretty good at pull ups for six five or something like oh, that." Oh, I wish you would do that. Would you do that? Switch yours <laughs> to six five. That's awesome. No, no, because I don't want to be offensive. I think people just kind of like eyeball, and they're like, eh, "Like, nah, I'm this." But I, I think that for the game, like I think that it would be. I don't know. I think it would, there's actually some like practical application. If like it, once you qualify for the games, that like you actually get measured and weighed like, when you show up or something like that, and we can actually keep a tally and say like, hey, at, over the years, the average height of women has actually increased steadily for the last five years, or the average weight mm-hmm. has has remained the same or whatever. But we just are kind of arbitrarily guessing at what's optimal based on whatever you guys choose to say. She is too skinny to win the games, though, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, Tia's games profiles always said I think she's 135 or 137, but I don't think that's true. I think she's got to be closer to 145 or 147 at this point. Dude, she's she's got to be Fee has got to be one of the lightest girls ever to be to be in the CrossFit games. 130? Yeah, that would yeah. Use, that would on a, on a, you know, according to whatever is recorded, on most years that would be in the bottom 3 probably. Bottom 3% people. Well, so bottom 40, yeah. I, what's the, remember, what's the lightest? Who's lighter I, than her? Who's lighter than Sorry, Fee, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say I th- I just remember my lightest weight was my first year at because I just remember my I just remember feeling just very like small, teeny, and the training was hard and a lot, and I wasn't eating as much, um, which is kind of crazy to say. But I was at one twenty seven. I weighed myself before the games at one twenty seven, um, and that was almost at the lowest point. And I was like, I have to change something after this season. So, what year was that? 2019. Yeah, that is light, man. Holy cow, that is light. I would I would guess just looking at this year's games roster that of the people who made the top 20, maybe Mallory O'Brien, Christy Aramo, Emma Carey are probably like the bottom 3, like right around that 13135 maybe, but two of them are 17 years old. Yeah, that's it's something where after that year I started to definitely hone in on what what are the elements of you know high performance athletes like what are they doing and the one the one of the top things is how you you know own your nutrition and your recovery and so i actually ended up getting connected with a nutrition coach mike malloy from m2 performance and he uh, has a lot of games athletes that he specifically works with as well and that's kind of one of those things where he knows that lifestyle he knows what the training volume looks like he knows the stress on the body um and he's just so as soon as i I started working with him and he realized he goes you are not eating enough and it's crazy to say that eating you know over two thousand calories is not enough um for obviously for the average person plenty but for athletes I realized that I was probably almost like a thousand calories off um, from what I needed to be eating. And we started working together after my first year at the games. So, and the goal continues to be, and I feel like I always, I try to stay away from hearing the, you know, 
you know, articles that are written and comments, but when it comes to strengths, I'm usually like right at the bottom. And a lot of it has, because I am a lighter athlete, but I haven't, I guess, dedicated the time that I need to build to put on some mass, but also to really hone in on some strength work, which is why this year I am very confident. I'm very excited for this year. A lot of good changes. Seven. Two, yeah, go ahead. two things, two things. So first of all, I, I pulled up the stats for the games athletes for this year. You you guys tell me if you think that these are accurate. Tia Toomey's listed at 135. Kristen Holt is listed at 130. Sam Briggs listed at 135. You There's no this? way Holt is 130. There you buying Sam no Briggs way. at 135? No. That's what I'm saying. So there's Her no one that's holding 135 pounds. So no one's holding these athletes accountable to update these. So that's why the weights we're just guessing, and it's it's very uh, inaccurate. Carrie Pierce, 140 pounds. I don't I don't think so. I mean, may, maybe. I mean, she's tiny though, right? I mean, don't yeah, don't but, get me wrong. She's Jack, but I mean, she's bigger than Mallory O'Brien. Like if you still Mallory O'Brien's listed at, listed at 145. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Carolyn okay. Connors, 133. You might not know her very well, Savan. I don't. Uh, Christy Aramos, let's say 132. She looks tiny, but not 132. Turi Helga Daughters, let's say at 130. And Sasha Nieves, let's say It's interesting to hear, like, guys, like, guess how how I believe I, for a fact, Christy and I are actually very similar when it comes to our size and our composition. And um, she's, she's, She's a muscle hamster. She's way more, but um, yeah, she's definitely one of those. T- I would say that Christy is definitely one of the tinier athletes. Kristen Holty, definitely one of the smaller athletes as well. Um, I definitely, it's it's hard. You just never know sometimes too. Though. Right, right. It's hard to guess with weight. So, <laughs> anyway, so just to say, like. It's difficult. It's difficult to say wh- what these athletes actually weigh and how often they're updating that to, or if they even care to. You know, D- D- Danielle Brandon told us on the show that she was eating uh, twelve hundred calories a day, and that basically 1, she almost twelve hundred on the show. And that, ba- and that, ba- by the way, Ryan, you're killing it. By the way, oh on the YouTube, and um, she, and in that, and basically she was doing an assault bike workout, and she basically, I think. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but fell off the bike. Like she just crashed. Mm. She couldn't ride the bike anymore. She just crashed. And finally one of her coaches was like, what the fuck is going on? You need a nutritionist. And I think she did the same thing. I think she had to double basically. It sounds like she had to triple her food intake. I mean, basically she was basically starving herself. Wow. Yeah. She was eating 1200. Cal- she's in a, she's been an incredible athlete and 1200. I can't, fa- I think my breakfast is like 700 calories now. Right, I, I can't that's, fathom it. E- I can't fathom it either. I, I mean, I eat twelve hundred calories of salami athlete. and cheese in in a sitting. <laughs> and that's kind of the the life of that side of performance that a lot of people don't see. They just see the performance side of the sport or CrossFit, and um, it's easy to under eat just because you're just active throughout the entire day and training is hard, but. Um, yeah, it's sometimes, and depending on the person, there's people, you know, I know I went through a period in my life where I was, I was, there was, I remember in high school, I would jot everything down in this little notebook and I wanted to make sure I stayed under 900 calories every day, like 800 and I, and I just would jot how many carrots I ate, how many celery sticks I ate. I would like little granola bar. And I just went through a period, like that point in my life, I was, you know, uh, 15 years old, 16 years old, I weighed a hundred 
four pounds. Whoa. Um, and wow. I, and I was, I started to lose my hair. I, um, you know, I started, uh, you know, I started to be always cold. I was freezing. I was very bony. Um, and that kind of point where I was scared of calories and scared of nutrition and scared of, you know, gaining weight and, that at the time I thought was, you know, what I, what would make me feel good. And then, you know, I, then I put on 50 pounds, which is kind of crazy. And so I think it's, it's hard when you have maybe some people, some women, some individuals have a history of maybe restricting themselves to feel a certain way or to not look a certain way. And you never know. It's, it's definitely a crazy uh, side of, of the sport and just life in general. I think it's, it's hard. It's a conversation that needs to be had. And, and I think what's powerful is, you know, individuals, women, men of all kinds being like, yeah, like food will fuel you if you do it the right way, if you balance it in the right way. And it could bring life back into your days. Right. And um, as soon as I started to hone in on my nutrition, everything, everything on the performance side and recovery started to elevate everything. What about did it have any effect on like emotions or mental clarity? It, I mean, when it came to mental clarity, I, I remember I would just, I'd be yawning at like one o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, I was exhausted. Um, and to go into a second session with Scott, especially like to try to get, bring that same intensity, same intention and have another long second. I was just, I felt like I was just like on running on empty and me in my mind, I was eating enough, um, and so it helped with the energy. It helped with, yes, mental clarity. Absolutely. Um, I, re I would be, I would just, I remember I would be driving home, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock, maybe seven, and like falling asleep at the wheel because I was just so exhausted. And it wasn't because I wasn't sleeping necessarily enough. It was just, I just had no fuel. Like my body was shutting down. Um, and when it comes to recovery, I mean, yes, the training is hard and the days are hard. But I went from like always being exhausted and tired and fatigued and sore to, I mean, I can't, I mean, every now, yes, I get sore like any other hard training session, but nothing compared to just the everyday soreness or everyday flare ups and inflammation and chronic things that uh, were happening often. What's your, um, you want to talk to Jason Hopper? Yeah. Okay, let's talk to him. I, I, I do. I do. I do. When we're done talking to him, though, we, I do want to know about your go-to carbs. Say hi to Jason. Hi, Jason. Who are you talking to? She's saying hi, Jason. I'm you talking to. She says you don't know him. She says you don't know her. Her name is Firuza Segafi. Firuze. Firuze Segafi. He might know uh, her. You, uh, you beat my... He says... Wait, wait, hold on. She wants to say one thing to you. Hold on, Jason. Go ahead. Just tell him. I'll, I'll translate beat, to him. You, you, uh, you, you beat my training partner at the Mac. Oh, she says you beat her training partner at the Mac. And who is her training partner, yeah. Hopper? Do you know? I have no idea. <laughs> Scott, Scott Panchik. Panchik. Wow. But, Fee, tell him what happened at the games. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for thanks for the guest appearance. Hey, I got to tell you something later. Call me back. Okay, bye. Um, what is your go-to carb? 
like you said you like carbs and it's eating away at my soul what is your go-to <laughs> carb love carbs um go-to carbs i use i drink you can and eat you can um products so you can it's a super starch uh starch carbohydrate it's a bigger carbohydrate in your system so you're actually able to use that energy for a longer sustainable time um versus you know any like caffeine for example you consume caffeine you have this very limited window where you're you know on this caffeinated high and then you completely have that crash um so i've been using you can for just over a year Actually, Scott introduced it to me um, and he introduced it to me during the 2020, like 2020 season where like the games were happening and then they got canceled and then things were happening and then they got canceled. And this is kind of the year he was on Team Mayhem Freedom and we were just training hard. We were just training hard without actually having some end competition goal. And I just he introduced you can to me because he needed just he, he got introduced to it by his chiropractor, our chiropractor. And I just remember going through sessions with Scott and we would go through the second session and he would just be cr like crushing it, like same intensity as the first session. And for a while I was like just doing my own thing. And then he eventually gave me some, some carbs to drink. And I was just like, this is insane. Like the amount of, it was more. What does it look like? Is it a powder or is it a goo yeah. or is it? The powder? Yeah, they, they have a couple, they have a couple, um, their super starch, um, formula. They do it in powders like energy powders or protein powders. They have an edge fuel, which is almost like a goo, right? If you need that, like super, like dense, um, kind of goo liquid immediately, uh, just like marathon runners or those triathletes that use, uh, similar products, which, um, they have that. They also have bar, like energy bars, granola. Um, they have different products. And I, I mean, I use all of it. I feel like I have carbohydrates all day, whether I'm drink, like whether I'm drinking them or eating them um, in some way. But throughout the training sessions, you and when you're in between training sessions, you're 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 trying to get fuel in as efficiently as you can. So um, I do drink a lot of the uh, there's you can super starch powders. Are you sponsored by them? Yes, actually. I signed with them in April. So you're using their product first and then you signed with them? Yeah, I was taking... Did you reach out to them and you're like, yo, I like your shit. Hook me up. I pretty, I pretty much... So I was using it for a year and then my agent, Cooper, I told Cooper, um, Cooper Marsh, I was like, we got to connect with you, Cam. Like, I've been using their products. I mean, I've been like... I was using Scott's. So like what he gets at the gym, I was just like stealing away um, and sneaking some you can. Uh, was Scott, is Scott out. sponsored by them? Yeah, he was actually, he's, he's one of the, he was one of their first CrossFit uh, male athletes on that side. So yeah, he was um, definitely, how, and then he introduced it to me and kind of. And, 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 and how do you keep us, but do you have to be nice? Like, can, like, how do you keep us, but do they have rules for you of things you can and can't say? I'm, I'm, I'm honestly no. curious. Cause like, I, I'm, how come I can't get a sponsor? I want a sponsor from ancestral supplements. I love their shit. I use it all the time. I want a sponsorship from um, <laughs> the best shoes on the planet. Victos. They're the, basically the nano twos, the only place you can still get nano twos, but they're called Vicos core. I want to get uh, uh, the Sogo snacks jerky with I'm no sure sugar. Could, like, like you guys, I love your shit. Hook me up. But they don't. They but I. But it could be just the shit I say. I'm. I'm wondering if it's just like because like my mouth is just like 
out of control. You know who they sponsor? Um, who? Talking Elite, Sean Woodland, and um, who? Uh, who does? Tommy Marquez. Who you does? Can. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't have them. I can't have them because I just I carbs disgust me. They're the source of all vile. They're the reason why humanity's in such a bad place. Refined yeah. carbohydrates and added sugar. Refined, refined. Yeah. This is not a sponsor, but I use their shit too. <laughs> It's like, yo, sponsor me. Seven, you have a notepad there? I do. We write these, write these numbers. Write these numbers down. Ready? Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Fourth, four, seven, seven, fifth. Fourth, four, fourth, four, seven, seventh, fifth. Seven, seven, five. That's five numbers you gave me. Four, four, seven, seven, five. Yep. And compare those. Is that her phone number since we don't have it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. You have to guess the rest of the digits. Number. Guess okay. the rest of the digits. Okay. And then <laughs> compare those five numbers to 11th, first. Mm-hmm. Sixth, sixth, ninth. Oh, I see what we're doing. These are finishes that she took in a semifinals or a regional. One of them is her is is finishes from five events that she did at semifinal, mm-hmm. and the other one is from uh, an athlete who, who finished fourth at the same competition and Uh-oh. finished in the top ten at the games. I think, and it's at the same competition. Yeah. So which one of those do you think would have placed higher? Uh God, just from a quick look, the four four seven seven five. Yes. Which are fee those are fees finishes, by the way. Oh, okay. The other one was Amanda Barnhart. But Amanda Barnhart made the games and fee did not. What I omitted year? This year? This year? This this year. I omitted one event, the first event. So if you add to the oh, bottom bottom numbers, you add a sixth for Amanda and you add twenty first for fee. Oh, okay, okay. Now we now okay. Yeah, she now I up. would pick Amanda's numbers because she picked. She mentioned. Fee mentioned earlier that uh, sometimes the weightlifting holds her back. So that first event was a snatch, one rep max snatch. Oh, Nelly. And the reason yes. why I thought it'd be um, fun to do that little experiment is because we remember two years ago when CrossFit said, "Well, now we found the fittest, so we'll test strength." And so this year, they tested strength at a lot of the semifinals in order to have the opportunity to prove that you are the fittest. So just so you know, the, you know, people always ask the ordering of events to the number of events, to the events that are selected matter. And we can see right there, if we had just, if there, that one event wasn't there, fees number is probably good enough to carry her through Add in one, one event, one test that she's not as good at, and it's not good enough. Fee is hot as fuck. <laughs> Northside champ 16. Um, so, Hello. um, it's inter- what, what, let, let's just play this game real quick here. So, um, what what is your best best strength event? Do you have a best strength event? Like like yeah, I would say I guess like raw strength event. Um, I can't say I consider like anything raw strength like one rep maxes. Is that what you mean? Yeah, like is weighted pull up considered a strength event? I'm trying to think. Is there anything I'll she do could those beat all day? I, yeah, um, I know you love a pull-up. <laughs> the, the thing is, too, like part of me goes, yeah, I like what Brian's saying, and I really like like this, this. But the tr- but on the other hand is like, dude, like can Fee actually beat Amanda Barnhart in any strength event? Depends how you test it. I, I mean, Amanda looks like a Clydesdale. I to jump in on that. Okay. I want to jump in on that because, okay. um, yeah, those – so training with Scott is is something that – 
It's incredibly hard. But one of the things that we hammer at is um, a lot of conditioning, a lot of volume, a lot of high skill gymnastics, a lot of, you know, long endurance pieces or longer endurance pieces. Um, and one of the things that he also is great at is strength. And so when I'm following someone that doesn't need to prioritize strength, um, you know, he's fine with a 300 pound snatch, you know, 375 clean and jerk. And, um, he's okay there. And he could probably do that extremely exhausted every time. And, um, so for, for these last years, I have always done what Scott does and what Scott does it has always been what's best for him. And he's always been my training partner and my mentor. And it's gotten me this far, which I'm so like, it's incredible this journey, but and this is kind of where gears need to shift for me, where I need to start dedicating time in, you know, the strength realm where I just have it um, because of the program that I followed, which was obviously everything that Scott did. And, um, strength was a big thing that I just didn't focus on. And when you don't focus on it, when it comes up, it's just going to be what it is. And that's kind of one of those things that it, I was clearly exposed at the Mac in the strength event. Um, and in the last chance qualifier, it was kind of one of the, I was, I was excited for the last chance qualifier, but I knew there was going to be a strength event and it was just going to be what it was. And unfortunately I took a very low uh, hit on that and I just couldn't make up for it. So I tried, I, I tried to pull some numbers from last chance to see if I could have a, yeah. a similar comparison, but really Emma and Christy were so much, so much more consistent than everyone else that like, yeah. that's just, I think they were going to make it kind of no matter what. Yeah. I knew I had to take, like I would have to have taken, more people would have gotten needed to get in between on top of getting like first in the last two events would have needed to happen. Um, but I'm actually off season is going to be looking more towards strength building and putting on some mass. And I think it's possible to, you know, weigh 135 and outlift, outlift, lift the same, if not more as maybe a heavier athlete with a good foundation. Um, I don't think it's impossible. I definitely love it not, how you bring Scott not. up, by the way. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. No, I was going to say definitely not. <clears throat> uh, you know, Cody Anderson's a great example of that. Like, it, it's possible. Oh, I, that was horrible. That wasn't, you didn't want him to say that, Fee. Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. Because, cause, I mean, because his problem still persists. What are you talking about? He outlifts tons of guys that are heavier than him. Uh, uh, how about this? Emma Carey with that 200 pound uh, snatch at the Granite Games. There we go. Very impressive. Very impressive. Uh, R Ryan, couple Ryan, why is Greg Glassman's picture in the fourth square? Just, I'm just curious. What's the? You like him or you just give paying tribute? Uh, I just thought it was funny. Oh, okay. Right. Fine, fine. Yeah, and it's Nancy W says this is hilarious. Do y'all see it or just me? Greg's photo. Um, David Alvarez Sevon Sevon with an O, which is fine. You can say it, spell it however you want. Sevon. Why is Greg not saying nothing? He is muted. Tell Brian to. Oh shit. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> David Alvarez again. Sevon is fee on the picture promos for the advertisement on UCAN. I am looking on Amazon. Do you know, do you know if they use your um, zitless face for the um, promo no, for that product? Actually, we um we need to work on some content. Uh, right. I'm on. I'm not on there yet. I don't think so. But UCAN they want her. Maybe. They want her face on a on a jar of the. Of the poison. I mean the 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 athlete yeah. performance enhancer. And um gold. 
Steven rushing the shoe is called, I think it's the core shoe and it, the brand is Victos and there it's, it's just, it's for man feet. If you have wide, if you want your toes to be able to have not be all smashed and bound like the Japanese women of the turn of the century, then those are the shoes for you. If you want to be like the rest of the Americans who talk shit about Japanese foot binding and yet bind their own feet in the same moment, then just go back to wearing Metcons or whatever those shoes are that smash your feet. Chelsea Liddy, hi, Savon, acknowledge me. You are acknowledged. This must be so fun. I wish I could see the comments. You can, you can. So, um, can? if we, so if we, if your Cooper would have been kind enough to share your phone number with us, like we do with most of our guests, we would have texted you and then we'd be on the same text thread. And then Ryan could text you a link to the YouTube, um, page. But the problem with giving us your phone number is then you have to deal with Brian texting you all the time about games, uh, data, and stats, like at midnight, being like, I noticed that your weight is not like, correct on the games page. Shot. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> He'll be a gentleman at all times, I promise I you. Like but I'm sure. Maybe I could uh, FaceTime you like Jason. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. I would love it. The more people that FaceTime me, the better. They, they've kind of, because I, I really am uncomfortable with FaceTiming. Really? Yeah. I feel like you're oh, yeah. turning the corner on that. Thank you, Brian. I'm trying. I'm really trying. I'm uncomfortable with a lot of things that I do. I'm uncomfortable with female guests. And um, what? Yeah. So uh, this is fun for me. Oh, good. Like okay, good, good. Um, but I'm just like I'm just I'm just work I'm just working on it. Like we got to face our, our our fears, right? There's this there's this girl there's this girl I follow. I think her Instagram is at cfkate. And she's pretty Kate oh, Gordon yeah. in down in Australia. Yeah, and she's pretty wild, man. Like, but she posts she's all fun. sorts of, yeah, she's fun. She's fun as shit. And she posts all sorts of wild stuff and about basically just her views on relationships. I can't tell if like, like in her most recent thing is like, and I kind of watch her from afar, but she recently like posted a picture of this guy and his face is all pixelated. And she's basically saying like, Hey, I have an open relationship with this guy and I was never going to tell you his name, but now I want to tell you his name and I want to talk about it. Like she, it's kind of, that's cool. Like she's like, um, she's at an age where she's having open relationships and she's exploring it and sharing this experience, which could be like very intense and emotional, right? An open relationship with the world to kind of like watch. And I made a comment on there, like, like, what's his friend time or something funny. I was trying to be funny or does he squat below parallel? I can't remember exactly what I said, but then people are like, you should have her on the show. Oh fuck. I can't have her on the show. I'm terrified of her. No, I no, follow her should, on Instagram. Like I wish I would have never. Have her on. What? We should definitely have her on. There's a tons of great topics. She trains oh my with, God. she trains at Rob Forte's gym. We can, we can, uh, we can make it work. I don't know. I've never met her, but she seems like I love like when the, she, didn't she have a wild um like clean and jerk experience? She's like mm -hmm. um getting the crowd all pumped up. I think mm -hmm. that's who. Yeah, the Torian Pro. Right? Yeah, it's the same. same oh, she's yes. that good. Oh. Yes, yes, she's oh, yeah. she's very oh, good. Yeah. She's oh, I just go to the I just follow her because of the sex talk stuff. I didn't know even <laughs> she was that good. Well, and and I, I anyway, yeah. Crowd. That's awesome. You do all the talking. I'll have to do steroids before she came on the show. I got to like prep myself. I think she, I think she would be an entertaining guest. And you know, yes, yeah, she does cross it, but she's definitely there's some definitely some other stuff we could talk to her about. That'd be cool. How did you How did you end up with a um, an agent? Why Why did you get an agent? Oh my gosh! Well, I actually got connected to Cooper through Amanda. So Amanda, Amanda Barnhart. Barnhart. Yes. Super sweet. I love 
we've actually like it's been so cool kind of building friendships through the sport and that she's one of them and she's just a sweetheart and she thought of me as um someone that might need you know that help and that assistance throughout the year as things were picking up for me um opportunities were coming my way and i think um she uh, she pretty much just threw my name out there to cooper and uh she connected us and cooper actually he first started uh, we chatted we connected and he got me my the opportunity with reebok and um he uh kind of initiated that that bridge and i mean opportunities have been so incredible and just an honor but and that's how we got connected pretty much through amanda do you, do you have to drink good dudes if, if you're represented by Cooper? <laughs> no, I don't have to, but he does send me some really good coffee, which I, I actually finished that within like, I think a week. I remember when he sent me some coffee, the good dudes coffee. Yeah. What, do you remember I, what um, it was? Which flavor was it? Which, which, which kind do you remember? Was it Roosevelt? No. Oh, I, it was a name. It was a name. Is there another one? Maybe it was that. There's a Roosevelt. There's a Lincoln. There's a Samson. There's a Reagan. I Samson. think it was Roosevelt. Don't forget oh, Patton. Right. There's a Patton. Because I remember. Oh, thank you, Patton. It must have been. It was a medium roast. I think I was a medium roast. Man, it's good. Um, it's so strong. I drink way it was too much. Ago. Well, it's funny because I ended up posting um, a picture of it without. I hadn't known it was Cooper or Cooper was. Uh, he was part of that company or owns that company and I posted it on Instagram and he like messaged me or liked it and I was like oh this coffee's amazing um, and then he goes yeah Fee, I'll send you some that's like my company <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's I, I, I could be wrong maybe, maybe it is Cooper's company I always thought it was Josh Bridges but it, it probably is it, it probably is Cooper's company and Josh probably just gets paid to advertise it my bad yeah or maybe they have some kind of partnership there but right yeah right. so that's how anyway it's great really it's, it's, it's great coffee i um i buy it all the you, time they should, that, they should sponsor me too yeah fuck they those should. guys yep yeah. i agree i agree <laughs> if uh, anyone yeah. should it should probably be them you probably mentioned them on 95 percent of the shows yandy i'll connect you, I'll you yandy take my mom's name out of your mouth boy don't ever say rosemary again <laughs> But yeah, Cooper has been incredible. So I've I've been with Cooper. Cooper's been on my team since um, last. Well, it was actually in March, since March, February, just around February, and um, he's it's been so incredible. And he was actually keeping me sane at the Mac as well, where I was so sick at the Mac, and he was like running around crazy, trying to make sure I was like getting what I needed, medical attention, and just like probably stressed one of the most stressed guys and he was there taking care of Amanda. And, what ended uh, up being our, the problem with your stomach? What ended up being, so for people who don't know at, at the, at the mm. Mac, just out of nowhere, uh, fee felt like just barfing her brains out. And did, did you really feel like shitting your pants and you tell the story, you felt like barfing your brains out because shitting your pants is too graphic. No, 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 no. Actually okay. it was all like, nausea. it was on nausea. Okay. Um, and throwing up. Um, did you think happened? you were pregnant? Did you think you were pregnant? That was never an issue because, oh, okay. Just uh, yeah, that was never an issue. <laughs> okay. Just um, uh, but I was asked that actually by many people because it, yeah, I mean, that's the question to ask for a woman, um, when that's happening, but, uh, what happened? Um, well, I guess I, I don't know exactly why I got very, very sick. I know it wasn't food poisoning because the food that I was eating, I was also like, 
my boyfriend was eating it um and some other, and he wasn't getting sick um i did change something um in my routine that i typically and i don't rec- necessarily recommend ever changing something in your routine and i i got vaccinated you know a couple weeks prior and um that was the only thing that i could think of that have might have caused um some sickness some nausea some effects um you know that two weeks after and i remember i had i had made sure to talk to enough medical professionals to make me make that choice and eventually i that's what i chose and um where again it's hard to pinpoint why but it was the only thing that i could really think of that was the only thing that i changed was two weeks out from competing, I had um, chosen that. And um, sure enough, that week, uh, it was, I don't know if this is TMI, but uh, it was that time of the month for me, um, as well as competing. And that never happens. From one day to the next, I was actually, I remember Thursday night, I was in extreme stomach pain, like pain that I've never experienced ever in my life before, pretty much. Um, It was like cramps times 10. And I called my chiropractor. He was in town. He he competes. He travels when we compete as much as we can. So I called him. He rushed over. He was doing some treatment. And the entire night, I was like sweating. I was up. I wasn't sleeping. And I eventually woke up at like 10, 1030. And I, that never happens either. I'm never waking up that late. And I took a walk outside just to get some fresh air because things weren't feeling good. And I just remember a truck just passing by just the smell of gasoline. And that was like the trigger. And I just threw up, um, pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. You were pregnant. You were pregnant. Yeah. I'm telling you that's pregnant. Shit. I really want to blame the vaccine. I want it. Yes. You're right. Mitch, never too much information for seven. I really want to blame the vaccine, but you're fucking pregnant. If a truck drove by, and you fucking no, wanted to vomit. Trip. You were pregnant. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack here. I really, it's funny because I, I, I really, I really want to pee and that go play with my kids. But you opened up a great, <laughs> a great conversation. Okay, so here, let me, let me. How did your, for starters, let's start with the most superficial question. How did your chiropractor come? Uh, where, wh- wh- where was the Mac? Is it where was the Mac? Isn't that in Atlanta? Knoxville. Where, where is it? Knoxville, Tennessee. What was your Knoxville, chiropractor Tennessee. doing there? What was your Working. chiropractor? He, well, we were competing. So he actually, he, has he comes with you. It. Yeah. Is it Ryan? He, um, Code Cairo, Dr. Chad Teague. Okay. Uh, so she's a real athlete. She brings Chad a chiropractor Teague. with her. Wait, why do okay. I know that? Yeah. Name? He, uh, he was at the game. He's been traveling to the games every season, um, competitions as much as he can. We, we try to, you know, we fly him out and support him and he supports us and gives, he's there for us. And it's incredible what they, what he does. So he was there. He was there that weekend. He was taking care of us and, um, he was, um, doing just some soft tissue work. Things had tightened up in my stomach and he was trying to just maybe relax, help me relax and release. And, um, did you throw yeah, up on him? So I didn't, I actually didn't. I wasn't nauseous Thursday night. I was extremely nauseous Friday morning. Um, did the competition so yeah. started Friday morning. No, it started actually Friday afternoon. I think. Okay. Two or three, maybe one o'clock, two o'clock, uh, somewhere there. What brand so, of vaccine did you yeah. get? Did you get the Coca Cola brand or the other ones? I got, uh, I got Pfizer. Oh, got the Coca Cola one. That's the Coca Cola one because they got the, the, the they got the uh, CEO of Coke is on the board for Pfizer. Isn't that isn't that isn't that weird that the leading cause of probably type two diabetes and obesity is soft drinks, and yet 
and that and that obesity is the number one correlate for premature death in the world, and yet the Coca Cola mm. CEO would be on the Pfizer board. It's it's mind mind boggling to me. But That's my mind. um, okay. So and did you get did you have both shots up to that point or just one? I had two. That was my second one. So that okay. was my second shot. But it was two, two weeks before. before yeah. And, so if uh, if it was the vaccine, it was a hell of a delay. Two weeks is a hell of a delay. And you're talking to a guy well, who wants to blame also, the. But you know, I mean, seven. I mean, you the, know as well the as anyone. Interesting thing was, um, there's there's uh, information coming out on women experiencing um, effects on their menstrual cycle after having uh, the vaccine. Um, so tons, tons, kind of, tons of stories, gazillions, countless. And it just so happened to that was also what I was experiencing. And it was just very, nothing I experienced that weekend was something I ever experienced in general. Um, so yeah, that was very unfortunate. Well, you're only 27. You've only had about 500 menses. So you're still new to the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Okay. And, uh, and you, you know what else is interesting about, um, yeah. Wow. I forgot all about that. The menses thing. That is huge. You're right. And you're saying something you never experienced before. Okay, I'm, bl- I'm t- fully blaming the vaccine. That's awesome. Uh, are we going to get picked up by the algorithm because I said the word vaccine five times? Uh, no, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Um, so and that, was, that was unfortunate. That was actually happening like hours before the event. And so then I thought maybe it was like a one and done, like just throw up once and maybe I'm good. And it just like kept happening and happening and we couldn't figure it out. So we were calling like the medical team. And do you know, do you like when you see the date for the Mac, do you have a calendar? Like, like, do you calendar out your menses? No, no, you just roll with it. Not at all. Are they pretty normal? Are they, they're pretty normal. Yeah. Like every, what is yeah. it like every 30 days or 28 days, you guys are ready to have a baby. Yeah, Kind of like, right. <laughs> pretty much, like for me, everyone's so different. And sometimes athletes, there's, I mean, women in sport in general, um, depending on training, depending on the, the level of stress of training on their body, some, you know, miss their menstrual cycle and some are pretty consistent and kind of everyone's so different, but mine, I've always been healthy. I've always been pretty consistent and, uh, feeling good. I don't really get nauseous or cramping or my body doesn't fatigue as much as others like i i really do like and i train through it all the time it's nothing that i'm not used to so um yeah that was wild and so came come mac i also i knew i was gonna like that was gonna be the time of the month and yeah yeah that's what i wanted to know how long how long out before did you know like when did you know like like when they released the date of the mac are you like oh shit i gotta call sev on the ceo of crossfit and get this shit changed like were you like thinking that (laughs) no no oh okay because i I would have changed that shit for you if you would have called me I knew what uh, I appreciate that. Maybe next next competition if that ever happens. Um, no, just normal, very normal. I train through that. I mean, that's kind of what you do. Uh, no different than any other training weekend. So, um, are are you? So yeah, how is your is your only like is your performance by having your menses during a during performance or during the competition or during training? Is it only is it is it hindered or improved by it? 
in terms of just your hormones? Like, is it is like is it a good thing? Except it's just a pain in the ass because you have to deal with it. It's one more thing you have to deal with, or is it a bad thing all around? You feel like more drained, and you have to deal with it. No, it's I'm I'm speaking just on my how I feel. Um, the first day is sometimes I get like cramps, and sometimes the first day is always the most exhausting. Like your energy is kind of low, um, but it's never to the point where I can't like train or I have to stay in bed or anything like that. Um, but it is definitely more, you're just more tired for me. I'm more tired. Second day, I feel like I just got a boost of like testosterone is kind of what I explain it as. Um, so I almost like prefer to sometimes like, yeah, like, that's what I was wondering. Like if you want to time that shit so you animal. get it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. And I've, I've definitely had moments where I'm in training. Like I'm like, I'm crushing it right now. Like Scott's like, couple reps behind me like and not you know 30 in front of me um but yeah like and then and then after the second day uh, for me it's pretty much back to normal wow that's awesome do you ever tell scott like if you if, 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 if you do beat him or you feel like you have that a hormonal advantage afterwards you're like hey dude i cheated sorry yeah <laughs> i it's funny it's he we've we've talked about weds he, woman enhanced drugs Oh, that's probably, we could say that that's what it is now. Uh, he spends a lot of time with the girls, with strong girls, wife, Kinsley, me, a lot of the women coaches we would train and he would have his girl time. Like we call it girl time and he gets all the girl talk now. And before having Kinsley, I was like, Oh, you for sure. You're for sure going to be a girl dad. Like you have so many girls around you all the time. And he's more emotional. He knows when I have my, <laughs> he knows when it's the time of the month. Like I'll like, he just, yeah, he gets all that every day, all the time. If you're a man and you are not aware of your woman's cycle or whatever you want to call it, I don't know what the PC word is. Um, you're fucking up. Like, like, like you, like, I'm like, like you should just mentally be aware. That means you're not, you don't have situational awareness. Like you, you suck at relationships. If you can't, if you're not aware of that shit, now dealing with it and being and managing it is a whole different thing. I, that's like a life. Is it, is it good enough if like all of a sudden she freaks out and you're like, hold on, hold on before you go any further. Is it that time? Oh yeah. Is, great is first enough? move. <laughs> hey just say it every day for 30 days anytime she upsets you just come forward with that one are you having your period i'm gary that's a winner oh man you need to write a relationship book brian that would be awesome it's like just two pages written by brian friend and then page two sentences yeah 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 uh that's some good guy advice Fee, um, 2022 is, is, is the goal to go to the games? Yes, 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 yes. It's the goal. No question making it is the goal. No, I did. I was not a fun time doing the last chance qualifier and having to like go through that, knowing that <laughs> you're at your last leg of it and it might happen and it might not. That was not fun. So 2022. Is 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 it um, better for you that Scott may or may not? That let, let's assume he's not going. Let's say he's not going. So I have this phone hooked up to the podcast now, so people can call in. And I guess oh. someone remembered the phone number and was trying to call in. Isn't that cool? We're like a real That's show very now. Cool. 
Um, no, you don't get to talk to Fee. Sorry, this isn't that show. It's just our Sunday show. We do a live Sunday show. Um, so, uh, do you think it's better that Scott isn't going, or like, is he is that going to like kind of like pacify and pussify him, and like you need to switch to like Saxon or something, another Panchik who like wants to go to the game still, or is it a good thing because then maybe he can give you more attention? Like, what is the? Because he's he's changing his shit up, right? I mean, I see he's doing yeah. curls and shit and Kegel exercises. He's, he's- He's definitely taking care of his knee. He is, he's been in a lot of pain for a very, very long time, more than I think people realize. Um, so he's definitely out of the training, you know, and he's taking care of himself. Um, I can't, I would be lying if I said I like didn't miss training with him and, you know, getting excited to go train with Scott and kind of, you know, push and grind it out together. That's definitely something that I, uh, no doubt in my mind has made me the athlete that I am is because he's been leading me through and I've been able to train next to one of the greatest athletes and the sport has come to know. Um, so, but I don't, I know I'm very confident. I don't need him to train hard. I don't need him to work very hard and be diligent in what I love and what I love to do at the gym. But, um, and this is kind of where this is kind of that new chapter. It's, it's he's not holding my hand and he's and I've learned so much from him. And one of the things he's going to I know he's going to continue to do is mentor me and train with me as much as I can. Maybe that means, you know, popping in and checking in on a session and training alongside me. That's something maybe a more appropriate for his knee rehabilitation right now. Um, fitness isn't going away for Scott. He's like way too obsessed and he loves being fit and he loves feeling good and um we'll see where that goes. But this is, I'm also very much known to like pull people in from my gym to join a training session. Um, so I have a really good environment where I'm at. There's a lot of people that are very supportive, whether it's, I just need people that want to work hard with me. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a games athlete. You don't have to be spot. You don't have to be an, an elite caliber athlete. If, if I could get people that are training with me and they just want to work hard and they're doing things that are appropriate for them and that still pushes me, then that's the best. That's the best for me. Uh, Chelsea, Lind- Liddy said, but heart disease is the number one killer in the world. You don't be tricked by words, Chelsea. I don't know what you're suggesting, but there is no such thing as heart disease or type two diabetes. Any in the picture that I'm talking about, you have to think big picture. There is no heart disease if people don't eat too much added sugar, if people don't eat too much refined carbohydrates. There is no type 2 diabetes. Don't get confused, man. Do not get confused. All of that shit goes away. All of the coronavirus deaths go away. No one no one has died who doesn't eat added sugar or doesn't eat uh, – uh, uh, isn't addicted to added sugars or refined carbohydrates. Nobody. And on that note, you're a great person, Fee. Man. I'm excited for you. It, you guys. I'm I'm excited for you. Thanks for giving us Thank your you. energy, your time. Thank you. Brian, uh, do, you, do you want to leave her with any like stat that that? Uh, well, there's only yes. As I'm far gonna as, get back to training. Give me something good. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, I think there are only two athletes who've qualified for Rogue both years via the online qualifier. I think that he is one of them, and Colton Mertens is the other one. Are you gonna give it a, a shot this year again? I was so hoping they were going to come out with either some backfill qualifier. And um, I was so bummed. That was that was the Rogue Invitational was one of my favorite 
ones, even though it went online last uh, year mm-hmm. because I mean COVID, but they had they just always take so so much care of their athletes and making sure that we had the equipment, the resources, the judges. Um, I mean, they're paying their athletes professionally. I would have loved to compete a third year. Qualifying for it two times in a row was just, I mean, you get to compete with the best. I mean, all the athletes that go there are the best in the game already. Um, and to be one of them is an honor. And uh, I was very bummed. Rogue Invitational, if you want an extra shot, I'm here. I'm ready to do some of my job. Yep. Well, you beat a I couple of I did not get that, invited. But you did beat a couple of the athletes who will be there this year, last year. So. I think it would have been cool if they would have invited you and Colton because you each are the only only the one man and one woman who was able to do that. I, I'm pretty sure of that. Wait a second. Yeah, so they've was... already invited who's going to be for the Rogue Invitational and no one else can go? That's it? It's done? I've, in the past, they had the qualifier and they would have, I think, 15 invite spots and then five, the top five from the online qualifier. But it seems like they're not having a qualifier this year and it's invite only, which I think is kind of a I bummer. wish they had like a wild card. Yeah. Rogue Invitational had like needed one more spot to have a wild card. Vote for feed for wild card. After. Damn. <laughs> I how could there the be two? Th- how could there be two thumbs down for this one. podcast? How could there be two thumbs down? Like instead of turning it off, you went out of your way to give it a thumbs down. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with people? All right. Ryan, thank you. You were amazing. Fee, you were amazing. Brian, you were like Average better than amazing, that. like usual. Love the stats. Thanks, you guys. Really appreciate it. Oh, Very and awesome. um, and me. If you if you would like in the email thread that um you have going, if you share your phone number, we'll stay in contact through text. Um, we we do have a a, a Sunday show. That's going to be basically our news show where we talk about just news events of the week. And every week we're going to, it's going to be live. And uh, James Hobart will be on the show presenting the news to us. And then we'll always have an athlete or some sort of guest on the show who comments with us. So that's another oh, reason cool. to share your phone number so that we could put you, we can bug you to be on that show on Sunday nights at six o'clock. Who was the, yes, was, wanna, who was the guest for uh, week one? Uh, it was Danielle Brandon. She did not show up. And then we were trying to get her back on back on this week, and she's she said she'd do it, but then she went MIA. So I think as of uh, earlier today, we were going to have Medeiros do it, but who knows? Maybe it will be Fee. Yeah, more maybe she's more reliable. Jesus Ramonis Ramos yes. Sevon, why were you fanboying Rich Froning so hard? Listen to the show, buddy. Like I hadn't talked to him in three years. Like I like like I, w- I was courting him again. Uh, Who doesn't fanboy over Rich Froning, though? Thank you. Rich By the way, that's... Great, great guy. Great, great guy. guy. Thank you. You got my also back. Also, great people. Great yes. Great people over there. I gotta say. Is Corbin back in here being a Debbie Downer? Who's Corbin? I don't... Is that one of the... I don't know who Corbin is. Uh, Brandon Waddell. Nah, he's quiet today, Jason. I don't know. This is all conversation over my head. Anyway, thank you. Thank uh, you, guys. Fee, um, Ryan will disconnect us from the live, and then we will have a... 30 second private chat.